Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Green Wisdom Health Show. I'm Janet Lewis. And I'm Dr. Lewis. And we're here to bring you an exciting show about energy, how to get it naturally and enjoy it. So, so many of you out there are trying to go through this holiday season and dragging along and wishing it was over and tired before it ever really gets started. And we're here to help you get through it and give you some tips and ideas about how you can achieve good energy, doing natural products, uh, different diet changes and that kind of things. Plus, we have a whole bunch of questions from you guys that y'all were all kind enough to write in and ask, which uh, we hopefully have answers to all of them. If you're wondering how to ask a question on our show, we've actually added a new pop-up form on our website of Green Wisdom Health. It will allow you to write a question there that we get directly, and we may feature it on our show. You can also become a member of Shooting Straight on Facebook with Dr. Lewis, where there is a forum there where he answers a lot of questions and there's a lot of interaction going on. So thank you guys again for all the questions. We want to make sure we get to all of them. So we're going to need energy for that, Dr. Lewis. So can you help us figure out how to make it through the day and look forward to the day and keep smiling by the end of the day? Well, we do inexpensive lab work and sell the best vitamins in the world, but one of the best things you can do is clean yourself up emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. Uh, You know, the heaviest thing in the world that makes you tired is carrying a grudge. So let them go, get over it, move on. Practice makes perfect. Be careful what you practice, though. Um, I see a lot of people that worry and have fear and worry. Actually, that's Worries kind of interest paid on trouble before you have the trouble, so quit it. You know, some people create their own storms and then they cry when it rains. Um, back to the Facebook group, yeah, I really enjoy that. I don't know why more people don't do it. I was talking through the shooting straight with Karina from Sweden last night, and it's like, holy cow. I said, I wonder how Texas draw translates into other countries. She says it doesn't, but her sister lives in Beaumont, so she understands. So That's funny. <laughs> I, you know, I tell Dr. Lewis where we have so many listeners all over the world and in many countries, and I tell him, and it doesn't really register, I guess, until somebody actually joins a group like she did and he's like wow that's amazing that people are listening there so if y'all are in another country beside the united states please join the group so he'll realize there are people out there listening that'd just be fantastic i do listen to her all the time she just doesn't know it because she's not that aware she's too tired to be aware (laughs) Uh, back to energy and yes she's a she's a doll she really is uh, cellular energy. Let's get back to the cellular level. I talked earlier at a different podcast about how glyphosate uh, s- makes the cell wall rigid, basically. So you can't get the metabolites out, you know, the waste products, or you can't get the nutrients in. And the way to do that is glycine, although I'm really going to talk about some other amino acids and vitamins later. But uh, one of the things you can do is, you know, good fish oil, most fish oils, kind of like your ex stinky and not very useful so make sure you're taking a good one but it's energy is produced in a little cellular power plant called mitochondria and it produces something called atp adenosine triphosphate and no i don't like chemistry so don't ask me anything beyond that i do understand part of it but i don't want to get into it 
So, you know, our body has so many different cells in it. So, and there's many, many, many of these tiny energy producing power plants in each cell. They convert the food we eat. They convert the air we breathe into the ATP that I mentioned. And that produces an absolutely incredible, enormous amount of energy. I gave one supplement to a mixed martial arts fighter. And he says, I don't know what you're doing, but I can go five rounds and not get fatigued at all. And everybody else is wore out. And I can just go on and on and on. He won the fight. I said, why didn't you take him out in the first, second round? He said, I broke my hand in the first round, but I had so much energy, I could. I wore him down, even with a broken hand. And that's because we gave him supplements to create this energy. And I don't normally speak this fast, uh, but one lady says, well, you talk so slow, I have to, you know, run your podcast at 1.25 speed just to speed it up where I can understand you. So I'm trying to speak faster, and that's hard for me to do. In Texas, we do things nice and slow and easy, like a long, slow sip of iced tea or something, or cold beer. Um, So to do this, to make the energy, you have to have the nutrients to pull that off. And we don't get enough nutrients. You've heard me say that a million times. There's plenty of research that supports, you know, my opinion. It's more than opinion. It's just fact. We don't really have the nutrients in our food. And I was talking to an older gentleman this morning. He says, yeah, you know, food seems like it went downhill in the 70s. And he's probably 70 years old. And he says, things are bad. I have high blood pressure and diabetes. I said, yep, notice it's worse than it was in the 70s. He said, well, that's when I noticed the difference. I said, well, food's not the same. That's when they started dumping in glyphosate. And, you know, our mineral levels are so low, but... The mitochondria is actually packed with antioxidants, which is something I probably will get around to talking about later on the show. Uh, And you have to have the antioxidants because if you don't, you can't neutralize the free radicals before they do too much damage. And that's another thing we look for on the lab is ferritin, which is stored iron because we get people that come in, they say, well, I'm taking iron because I was tired. And you look at their ferritin, it's like, well, holy cow, you got way too much. Too much of a good thing is not a good thing. Well, okay, maybe one or two things more is better, but. it's <laughs> a good point. Yeah. <laughs> she gave me the stink eye on that one. Um, and since I mentioned Karina, Amber in California says, you sure like to talk about people and mention people. So, yes, Amber. I'm thinking about you, too. One of the healthiest young ladies I've ever seen and got the attitude to create that. So it's all about attitude and expectations and speaking it into existence, because if you're positive and you have the positive expectations, when you take our well-educated, very targeted, higher class supplements, it makes a difference. If you have positive expectations and you're looking for the good things to be created, you're actually to helping them be created by your attitude. So think about oxidative stress, and we have all kinds of things with antioxidants in them. So, you know, just kind of go with that. I'll talk about some of the supplements if you'd like. Janet's probably got something to say by now, thank goodness. (laughs) Well, I'm wondering if there's simple things you can do, like uh, maybe drinking vegetable juice or something like that, you know, picking that instead of an energy drink. Would that be a a good alternative to help energy? 
Yes, but uh, God in his infinite wisdom gave us fiber in these fruits and vegetables. You need to throw some of the fiber back in the drink because the fiber, they're soluble and insoluble. That's where the probiotics uh, can hook onto and and grow. That's what you hear. Well, does your probiotics have inulin? Well, if you've got enough you know, fiber in your diet, you don't need inulin. It's not that important. But uh, if you have the fiber. So yes, yes, yes. And get organic. Now, organic may have a little bit higher uh, vitamin and mineral ratio. But you're not getting the pesticides and hopefully not the plastics. So it can be useful. So do drink vegetable juice, but put your put some of the fiber back. That's good. You know, one of the other things I think people don't get enough of is sleep. And we've done several shows on that. But, you know, I was talking to a lady today and she goes, I'm, I'm averaging about two and a half hours a night. And there's no possible way that you can have that amount of sleep and try to have a productive day the next day. You know, I like the thing where you take an afternoon nap because that's a great idea although we don't get time to do that she takes a nap about once a year yeah every now and then it's just like (laughs) you know you just got to take a nap but even a you know 20 minutes just shutting your eyes for 20 minutes can really help with energy levels as well And, and you know that's one of the things we check on lab is cortisol it can be too high or too low uh too high means you're just running too fast you can't shut your brain down at night and can't get a good night's sleep and if you keep that up sooner or later the adrenals will bomb crater and go into fatigue of course that drags your thyroid down too which has a lot to do with energy production Uh, i've had my i've had my cortisol at seven i couldn't drink enough caffeine to get up and going and then throughout some things that happened recently they were good things but they were still stressful uh, cortisol went up to 21 point something, so I'm kind of running super, super fast. So you want to moderate that. And the thing to do that is some of the um, adaptogenic herbs, and I think Janet was going to talk about that late, late, a little later, but the biggest one that I like is called ashwagandha. We do the extract, which is really, really good, uh, ginkgo, eltherio extract, uh we're getting pretty much into something called GPC, which is glycerophosphocholine, which is a huge brain rebuilder, but it puts out the fire in your brain. Then we use a lot of phosphatidylserine. Um, is that one called stress response? Is that what you said? Wow, you got a good memory. Your name taking the memory stuff. Mm, maybe, because that's got GPC in it. Stress response is one kick, but good supplement. Love it. And then do you have any other products in your arsenal that you would recommend for energy? I know I have one. My favorite is the Immune Essentials. That, uh, it, you know, we talk about that a lot now. It's, got, it's full of all different kinds of mushrooms, and they are very adaptogenic herbs. And so when people are having a lot of stress, it really helps keep your energy levels up. I, I don't know what I would do without that product. It has been a, a godsend, literally. Yeah, it's it's really good. We we're getting a lot of good results. We're getting some uh, pretty good results on the lab. You know, the white blood cells are coming up if they're historically too low on a person. Their cortisol's leveling out much more quickly, and it's yeah, I take it, and it definitely makes me younger than I really am. So yeah, there, there's a lot of things, and you could start simple. I mean, there's a lot. You, N-acetylcysteine, for example, that's an amino acid, but it 
the precursor to glutathione, which is a master cleaner upper. Yeah, I'll use that technical term. It really, liver. yeah, liver cleans that liver. Yeah, and, and liver will make you super tired if you're toxic yeah. or your trains aren't coming through the tunnels like they should. The liver has a lot to do with uh, getting rid of the toxins from everyday life, and we do have more than we had you know, back in the 70s and even before. Our liver support has milk thistle and a different herbal blend, which is, I think, artichoke and beet, if I remember right. It's got pancreatic enzymes. Glutathione, then it's got the N-acetylcysteine, the precursor to glutathione. It's got the antioxidants, which, if I remember right, grapeseed. It's got alpha-lipoic acid, which I'm going to talk about later, too. And it has the L-carnitine, because L-carnitine is one of my absolute favorite amino acids. It's pretty close to incredible, the things it does. What else you got over there? He's got quite an arsenal going with the different products for energy, so I'm just going to let him talk about those and then uh, oh, we'll get to the questions. Well, let's make the women mad. Uh, one of the best ones is the Testo Essentials. Oh, well, I've got to come back to that one. You go right ahead. <laughs> Pun intended, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in the Testo Essentials, we've experimented with a lot of different formulas. We've had some that worked Real, real well. Most of them were mediocre on a good day. And some of them are incredibly expensive. This is very moderate in price. But, you know, when you get a 75, 80-year-old man come in and wink at Janet and do a thumbs up saying, it's working. And Janet says, well, congratulations. It works. (laughs) And since women do not have those same results from that, particular product the women now have one of their own that men are not supposed to take which is called progestavale and women if you want help with your stress and you want to sleep good at night and you want to have sustained energy throughout the day try progestavale Um, the directions on the bottle are a little different than what we would tell you so email me call me i will be happy to tell you how to use that product but it is fabulous. What else do you have over there, Dr. Lewis? Some of the women come in, say my hair stopped falling out, I'm sleeping better, and sleep is something that's uh, pretty elusive for many people, and sometimes even for Janet and me. So the good sleep from the progestavale is a really, really good thing, and then they start telling me other things that embarrass me. So, yeah, for you women, it'll kick butt. That's true. What else do I have? What else do you have? CoQ10. Oh, CoQ10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody needs it. If you're on a statin drug or even if you're taking the red yeast rice, which some of those work much better than others, be aware. Um, Everybody needs CoQ10. It's a really, really good thing. There's some that are definitely better than others. Um, And then another very popular one is our pantothenic acid. Uh, plus, I believe it's called complex, panathenic acid complex. Sorry, I saw it from the side there. Um, that one also has your B vitamins in there, which B vitamins are huge at helping energy levels. And it has uh, some of those mushrooms in there that I was telling you about, or the cordyceps. cordyceps. Yeah, yep. yeah. And then alethera, which is a ginseng, which I love. It's a big uh, adaptogenic herb. So it really will help keep 
energy sustained. So well, when she when she takes adaptogenic herbs that deals with her stress, she thinks I'm better looking. So I make sure she gets them. That's it. <laughs> but I want to make sure we answer these questions because, like I said, we had a ton of them. And then if we get some more time, we'll come back and Dr. Lewis will talk a little bit more about energy. I think he's got some other tips. Uh, Rena wrote into us and said she's had radiation for breast cancer. What is the best advice to detox the radiation out of the liver and the body tissue from the radiation treatment? Well, when people are going through that, you should probably take potassium iodide and strontium. That helps uh, protect you. Uh, after the fact, I've seen some women that got pretty good results with collagen and vitamin C, which we're going to get further into vitamin C in a minute. But I think all the antioxidants are a good thing. We have several of those. We uh, Vitamin E, it has to be a good vitamin E. Don't go get the run-of-the-mill stuff. It's not good. The good fish oil, the, uh, amino acids, the amino acids are very, very good. And you can do the just the straight ones like acetyl L-carnitine or taurine, but we do have amino acid complex, and that'll help rebuild. Hmm. Okay. Thank you for that, Rena. I hope that everything gets better for you. Carl wants to know, <laughs> when you have to tell or trying to tell an overweight friend with a heart condition just diagnosed with vertigo on the day he wrote this note, amongst other things, that special K... Cereal is not okay, even with 2% milk. So he's wondering, how do you tell your friend where, you know, there's a lot of people out there, and, and we've, we've talked about this a lot this week, actually. We've had a lot of our clients come in that are staying on the regimen of what we give them. You can tell they're obviously healthier than most people around. And then you go to family functions, especially at the holidays and that kind of thing, and and you see that the other people in the family are not doing as well, and they're going downhill a little bit faster, and you try to talk to them about health, and they have a deer-in-the-headlight look like, you know, y'all are on something, you know, that that, that ain't right. You know, I, you know, Thanksgiving we had a big get-together, and I just have a, I have a, a stepsister that's just spent $900,000 on some medical care this year that she's had a really tough time, and they saw my little bag of uh, vitamins, and her husband said, she's not really going to sit over there and swallow all that, is she? And I thought, you know, I'm going to try to do everything I can to stay as healthy as I can for as long as I can. But, you know, it's very hard to try to convince people or educate them when they look like they've got this deer-in-the-headlight look. So Carl's asking, how do you tell somebody, how do you, how do you change, change their minds? Number one, you can't, and and Carl is a really, really great guy. He's a big sphere of influence, actually. He's, yeah. He has a lot of people that come down here because he sends them here. But but he, he gets frustrated because he has a lot of answers, and people don't always, or some people don't pay attention to him. Uh, my answer would be spend your time and energy on people that listen, and it breaks my heart to see people that have the answers but don't do it, and they die early, but you can't save some people. And as far as the sugar in there, you know, the sugar industry, they kind of destroyed fat's reputation about 50, 60 years ago. And now everybody's discovered keto. Well, yeah, keto is probably the best way. And that's high fat, no sugar, basically. Even Kellogg's said they do not apologize for the sugar in their cereal. 
Well, if you want to know about sugar, you need to read. There's a Johns Hopkins report that said sugar causes cancer. Then there's a book called uh, Cancer is a Fungus about how we feed yeast fungus with sugar. Uh, If you want to get deep into it, go study the Warburg effect about sugar and cancer and the aggressive tumor formation. So sugar, now you need to stay the heck away from it. And not that I always do, but... I feel way, way better when I do. So go keto. You can't convince them, though, Carl. You know, spend your time on somebody that actually listens and values your opinion. And I've known him long enough to know that when he says something, he's right. Yeah, it's better to go downstream than try to go upstream, right? Yeah, absolutely. I like that. That's analogy. Thank you. (laughs) So the special in front of the K does not make it that much more special is what I got out of that. I think special K means special killer, but I'm not sure. (laughs) Thank you, Carl, for that question. Claudia wants to know, what is the best way to prepare herself for an upcoming surgery where antibiotics will be prescribed? And do I really need to take them? Are there any alternatives? You know, there's a lot of good natural antibiotics. My opinion there is you need to do exactly what the surgeon tells you to do. And I'm going to call Claudia here in a little bit. There are things that you can do that are preemptive, like uh, when I had my horrible spider bite you know me being the brilliant man that i am i waited five days to go to the doctor which was really stupid but i was taking olive leaf and it wasn't even the strong stuff that we have now and the surgeon they sent another surgeon in to scratch sniff swab it and they couldn't find the mrsa you know look that up that's a scary condition they said you always get it from the spider Anyway, I gave a lecture at 3 a.m. to the nurses about why I didn't have MRSA. They were just dumbfounded. And I said, well, I told them the the history of olive leaf. And we have things that, uh, yeah, you can take uh, preemptive, the preemptive strike, so to speak, that and some others. But you do whatever the surgeon says. You want to be off all the B vitamins, uh, be off vitamin E, be off bromelain, be off fish oil because it does thin the blood. But if you're high in the B vitamins, then your liver is going to detoxify your anesthesia too fast. So do what the surgeon says. And if you do need the antibiotics, there is the specialized probiotic called Saccharomyces boulardii that -hmm. goes in and cleans that back up afterwards. Yeah, Uh, We have it in a capsule form. It's a not as strong, and we also have it in a massive, uh, strong, massively strong powder. <laughs> um, but you might get by with the capsules after a surgery like that. If the antibiotics weren't too long, you could take a bottle of that and clean a lot of that back up. Sometimes antibiotics are very necessary. Mm-hmm. Very so, much. And, and the natural stuff is just not strong enough at that time. So and now we have Kelly that would like to know, do the labs that we do... Do they include a, a coronary calcium score? She heard you mention getting your coronary calcium score on the podcast before. Thank you for listening, Kelly. Hey, Kelly, when's your husband going to come in and do this? I'm worried about him because I know his history. Uh, I, I just love Kelly because she's like a little cheerleader that does the rah-rahs, keeps me uh, motivated. Uh, she makes it worthwhile to come to work. Uh, coronary calcium score is really a CT scan. You can usually find them for about a hundred bucks, maybe up to three or four hundred bucks. I think everybody over forty or fifty should get one, and they calculate the amount of calcification in the coronary arteries. And if you score four hundred or more, you're in deep poo. You need to do something different. I'm sorry, did I say that incorrectly? That's fine. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, yeah, redneck coming out. Uh, 
I scored a six. They said I need to quit worrying about it. So, okay, you know, I had enough to be a toddler. But yeah, coronary calcium score, it's a very important thing to do, whether you have a family history of heart issues or not. So yeah, go get one. And on the lab panels, no, that is not a part of it. We do 12 our, on our standard panel. It's 12 different lab panels, and we run those very inexpensively. So to keep the cost down, we've tried to narrow it down to just the panels we thought we had to have, which is about nine to ten more than what your doctor thinks needs to happen. But they've got their hands tied by insurance companies, not your doctor's fault. Right. So, um, But this that particular test is not one of them. And Kelly also wants to know, uh, what do you recommend for quick pain relief beside the typical Tylenol and ibuprofen? She doesn't like giving those to family or friends. Good job, Kelly, because I don't like taking those either because it makes you super toxic. Yeah, it messes up your liver. I like bourbon. I, you know, I'll let Janet answer that one. <laughs> oh, we... Uh, I do. I really do. Yeah. You know, there's things like um, turmeric that you can give somebody, the turmeric complex. It's good for pain. Yeah. Uh, we have another one that's called Phyto Ultra. Phyto Ph- Core. Uh, we don't know what it's called. It's called Fido something. It <laughs> <laughs> we changed a lot of names, so we're still confused. And uh, it's for pain. If you look on the website, it'll be under there as, as pain. Yeah. But it's I think it's Fido Ultra Comfort. Yeah. And we do that in place of um, and, Tylenol and ibuprofen. And Cuserton Bromelain works wonderful. I put people on that when they have a high C-reactive protein, which means high chance of heart attack and stroke based on inflammation. But people say, well, geez, my gut feels better. Geez, I'm thinking more clearly. Geez, my arthritic pain goes away. Well, it's because it's an antioxidant and anti-inflammatory. Right. And then we have Penny that would like you to explain the different forms of vitamin C and tell the audience which one you should be taking. I take two. I take the buffered C, and that's where they take it, and they mix it with, usually it's a calcium of some sort, just to decrease the acidity. I take that, but my mainstay is the liposomal C, and I do not recommend just straight ascorbic acid. You know, they say there's a natural one and a synthetic one, and I don't like either one of them. I like the bioflavonoids to go with the buffered C because the bioflavonoids uh, make it work synergistically greater than the sum of its parts. I'm a fan of liposomal C because it's a very high dose because it's in fat. So that'd be my, my well, suggestion too. Well, for example, people that have uh, varicose veins or hemorrhoids and things like that, uh, they need things like that. And I started bruising like an old man on Coumadin for some reason and Janet says, well, you need this particular bioflavonoid, and, and she is incredibly brilliant. And I started taking it, and I don't bruise like an old man on Coumadin anymore. But you need the citrus bioflavonoid uh, complex and things like uh, rutin. Uh, and in ours, we have French maritime pine extract, which is the picogenol. So make sure you get a good one. And either one of those will work. Andrew wants to know your thoughts. His GP told him that the new guidelines <laughs> don't require the prostate to be checked on a regular basis. Is that true? Well, I'm not- what new guidelines? You know, the, the more this goes on, the less they check. We're going to be treating our own selves here pretty soon. Well, oh, we already are. That's why we're popular. Maybe I think your time. GP didn't want to stick his finger up your rectum to feel of it. And listen, I talked my MD out of that several times. I said my PSA is a 0.8, and it should be under a 4, although the PSA is not that great of a test. 
um, when it comes up one point in a year, you need to go see your MD and or urologist. If it goes up two points, woohoo, you're in trouble and you need to get serious. So, yes, you know, talk to your GP about that. Um, I would always talk mine out of it, you know, probably get the digital rectal exam. Uh, maybe every two or three years, but that's between you and your MD. I think you should do a PSA because we do the percentage of free and weekly bound also. Because there's a you know a chart there to tell you your percentages or chances of it being cancer. So we do that. That's an improvement. We, I I recommend you do it once a year. Yeah, we've changed that where it's not just a straight PSA to yeah. to the PSA with the free kind of like the testosterone. Yeah, yeah, okay. much more accurate. Good. Thank you for that question, Andrew. And then Joe is our last question. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Let me let me interrupt. I'm sorry, Janet. Okay. Hey, Andrew, you spelled prostate correctly. Most people call it prostrate. That's true. You spelled it correctly. So, hey, you passed the test. Good English. <laughs> so Joe wants to know, are cassava flour chips any better choice than non-GMO corn chips? And any downside. Depends on the salsa you put with it. I was teasing with Joe about saying, well, isn't that what they make a ga- uh, or tequila with? And somebody said, no, nah, that's agave. And I said, I was just teasing about te- te- tequila. I gave that up about 40 years ago. It makes me do stupid stuff. And I'm not a big drinker anyway, so it didn't take much. One drink and I was stupid. I think anytime you stay non-GMO and or organic, it's good, but, you know, that's still a lot of carbs. If you can do that and stay in ketosis, you know, that's a good thing. And I've I've seen Joe on uh, Facebook and what's that other one? Instagram. Man, you're doing something right. So whatever you're doing, you look good. So keep it up. Now, eating a lot of carbs is another thing that'll make your energy levels go down, correct? Initially, it will go up, and then you crash and burn later. And this goes back to uh, GI inflammation, GI absorption. And, you know, you've got to get in. You've got to get your B12 in, your activated B6, your 5-MTHF, if you have that uh, genetic SNP. Uh, biotin, the panathenic acid she thought about, uh, she told you about thiamine and riboflavin. If you have those B vitamins, you have to take a lot because your GI tract generally will not absorb as much. So, yeah, all of those will produce energy. And then the other thing is to make sure you're drinking water, not in coffee, not in tea, but water. Half of your your body weight in ounces of water. That will just give you tons of energy in case you didn't know that. And then if you're doing all those things and you still don't feel good, go to our website, fill out the health survey at greenwisdomhealth.com. It will recommend a lab panel because it can be so many different reasons why you're tired. And frankly, we don't like to guess, but that lab will show us exactly what's going on. And you can get started feeling better today and go into the next year feeling great. We appreciate you listening to our show. We hope you and your family are very blessed, and we'll be here next time on the Green Wisdom Health Show. Once again, our show has come to an end, but your hope in your health is only beginning. If you or a loved one are in need of a different outcome and are waiting for a brighter future, take the first step and go to our website and fill out the health survey. 
please don't keep us a secret. If you know someone that could benefit from this podcast, please share this show with your friends and family. You're only one step away from a life worth living.